Behind the Herald Headlines with Darren Mann. It is Behind the Herald Headlines with Darren Mann and gang violence rocked Kabecha again in the northern areas this past weekend, leaving at least five people dead and seven wounded in what has been described as the bloodiest two days in recent years. It cannot go on like this. Obviously, solutions have to be found. And amongst those looking for solutions, the Shadow Minister of Police, Andrew Whitfield. Andrew, thank you for joining us. How are you doing? I'm doing well, Darren. Thank you very much for having me. The problems in the northern areas, particularly with gangster violence, has been something which has gone on for a couple of decades at least. And it seems like every program or initiative that's instituted to fight these issues and prevent them from happening just don't seem to be working. What's the latest? Well, Darren, um, as you're aware, I contacted the Minister of Police on Monday this week. We had a conversation about the situation uh, in Nelson Mandela Bay. The past weekend was the bloodiest weekend of gang violence that we've experienced in Nelson Mandela Bay in many years. Uh, And it particularly affects the northern areas of Nelson Mandela Bay. And you are correct. It is a decades-long problem. Uh, Our gangs are deeply entrenched and interwoven into the local communities. Uh, And a policing solution, while, you know, that will certainly be helpful and is what I've called for, uh, is not the only thing that is going to resolve uh, this crisis. It is a serious crisis in the northern areas in particular. And that gang violence then spills over into surrounding communities such as New Brighton, Kwasakele, and even uh, parts of the western suburbs of PE around Humewood uh, and others. So what we need is a holistic solution, but in the short term, I called on the Minister of Police to deploy additional national resources to bolster the anti-gang unit, uh, which is supposed to be based in in Port Elizabeth, as well as a tactical response team, in order to show uh, uh, for a show of force to be deployed into the northern areas to restore some sort of calm and confidence in the community so that they can work together on a solution with the police and the city and the provincial government on how we can push back against gangsterism in our communities. Andrew, have you had any response yet to your call to the Minister of Police? Yes, I wrote to him uh, on on Monday morning. I was very pleased to receive a phone call on Monday afternoon. Uh, We had uh, a lengthy discussion about the problems Uh, He was surprised to hear that gangsterism remained a problem in Nelson Mandela Bay. He thought that after his visit to the northern areas a few years ago that the issue had been resolved. But, you know, know, one of the key issues, uh, Darren, is is that, you know, the DA has been fighting for a police station to be built in the Bethelsdorp area. And um, it was finally built and then it took some time to come online and then there weren't enough police officers to deploy Uh, And it's this kind of thing that I think frustrates the communities as well and gives them a sense that, you know, they are on their own to some extent. And this is where the gangs really get involved and exploit our communities and become almost a form of parallel government within certain neighborhoods where they are able to dispense patronage uh, services uh, and other solutions to the community's problems. Uh, And we simply cannot allow these vacuums to continue where government is slow in responding to uh, our community's needs. And uh, and I think that is a critical gap uh, that the the criminals uh, uh, exploit uh, and something that needs to be closed by government. What sort of solutions do you have in mind, if any? Bearing in mind this is a long-term problem. Bringing police in at the moment seems short-term, necessary, but short-term to me. Long-term, is it a societal issue we need to deal with or what? 
So I think there are elements of a societal issue in impoverished communities which are vulnerable uh, to to criminality um, and to being recruited into gangs. Uh, we see similar dynamics in similar communities in the Western Cape and in Gauteng uh, and parts of uh, KwaZulu-Natal, but predominantly in the Western Cape and then in the northern areas of Port Elizabeth, we see this issue of gangsterism becoming a pervasive problem that requires, as I said earlier, holistic solutions which include uh, a more permanent presence of police officers on the ground working together with communities and building trust. You see, until the communities have trust in the police, there's not going to be a sustainable policing solution to the problem because the communities will not give the police the information they need because they don't trust them. That's number one. Number two, uh, our government departments, such as uh, the Department of Social Development, our, our local municipality, our provincial government, where where it's necessary, need to ensure that we, we, we deliver services to a standard that the community deserves, that they appreciate, uh, that they expect, uh, so that these gangs cannot come in and say, well, your government is failing you, uh, you know, therefore we will fill that vacuum. And then, you know, lastly, we need to work on education and, and economic development. We need to make sure that our young children receive the best possible quality public education in these communities and that that education is linked to an opportunity ladder which they can climb out of poverty and into prosperity. And, and that is absolutely critical because at the end of the day, if you're a young child growing up in a poor community and you can see no way out, then the only way out is through the gangs. And you become incredibly vulnerable and susceptible uh, to the patronage that they can dispense. The initiatives applied so far over the course of the past few decades give one the impression of basically being just a band-aid to cover the problem. And you need to tell us realistically, I think, is the fight winnable against these gangs or is it something that we're going to have to learn to live with one way or another? Well, I don't think we should ever accept that we must learn to live with it because that would, in my view, be a bit of a defeatist outlook. I think what we need to do is is, is focus on how we can cut the head off the snake. I mean, and, and what I mean by that is there are different layers of gangs uh, and, and, and hierarchies and, and how they are. Uh, connected to the criminal syndicates outside of these communities. So, for example, drugs, uh, you know, uh, prostitution, you, you talk about um, uh, Perlamund poaching, uh, rhino horn, all of these illicit economies are connected in some shape or form to gangs in our communities. Uh, not every gang, but, but generally the point is that the situation or the problem is far bigger than just the isolated uh, gangs in neighborhoods. They are connected to a far bigger criminal economy. And the police need to identify the heads of the snakes that are running these criminal syndicates and cut them off from the top. When you go in and you arrest the low-level gangsters in the community, of course that's helpful. But you're not treating the cause, you're treating the symptom. And, and as long as the snake continues to feed those low-level gangsters, uh, I don't think that the war is winnable. But I do believe with the right strategy uh, and the right focus on those criminal syndicates, you can start to throttle the resources and the support that they receive from outside their communities, uh, and as well as start to kill that market uh, that uh, that sustains these criminal enterprises uh, and ultimately drives this territorial behavior that we see in the gang killings um, in the northern areas and other communities. Andrew, I know it won't be your call to make, but where do we go next? Is there some sort of 
projects or collaboration that could be put in place right now until such time as the Minister of Police possibly allows the deployment of more officers from elsewhere in the country. Right now, as we as we sit here and talk, is there something in the short term that, that can be done? I believe there is. Uh, I have uh, asked uh, Mayor Ratif Woodendahl, uh, because it's a, it's a multifaceted problem that doesn't just involve the city, but as the mayor of the city, to convene a, a crime summit where we can bring all of the relevant stakeholders, churches, civil society groups, uh, NGOs, uh, and various other stakeholders, including provincial government and the police, to sit around a table and agree to that holistic plan that needs to be implemented in order to push back against gangsterism. The problem is that, you know, when we have these these summits and these and put together these plans is that they are not sustained, uh, um, you know, in a manner that really sees lasting positive impact. And, and that would be the key thing for that, that discussion to focus on is how do we institutionalize such a plan within the police, the city, and all of the relevant departments to make sure that we can, help, we can hold them accountable on a quarterly basis to reconvene and assess the situation. One, one particular intervention which is definitely uh, uh, should be on the cards is to uh, redeploy ShotSpotter. You'll recall that ShotSpotter was deployed in 2017 into the northern areas, uh, and it saw a massive reduction uh, in the number of um, uh, gun, gunshot incidents uh, in those gang areas. And it really started to push the gangs away from those communities because the police and the metro police could respond immediately whenever a gunshot went off. So these are the available technologies and tools of, uh, that, that are on the table. But ultimately, at the end of the day, if you don't involve the community, the churches and other relevant community groups uh, in, in agreeing to a plan to to to, to, to push forward uh, together as a team, uh, then no, it's not winnable. But together, I believe that uh, a plan can be put in place. Uh, and with the leadership of the mayor and all relevant community leaders, uh, we can start to turn the tide on gangsterism in the city. Here, here. It is a complex issue. We look forward to its resolution. Shadow Minister of Police, Andrew Whitfield, thank you for joining us today on Behind the Herald Headlines. Thank you, Darren. Behind the Herald headlines today did also contact Nelson Mandela Bay councillor Lawrence Truen for comment on this issue. Unfortunately, he was unavailable for selection. We did also reach out to the office of the Minister of Police, Becky Taylor. They referred us to recent comments made by the minister on the issue and also were able to confirm that they had received a letter from the Shadow Minister of Police, Andrew Whitfield. That was today's edition of Behind the Herald headlines with Darren Mann.